Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Well, hello there. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm Macy, and if you're new here, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, I am so excited to have you back. So before we get started on today's topic, which is going to be about external validation and the problem with that, before we do that, I want to remind you that I have two spots left for my six-week coaching for $300. Okay. This is going to be the last time that this is offered. Otherwise you're going to have to look at one-on-one coaching on my website and possibly any other offers that come down the pipeline. But as far as getting to do one-on-one coaching with me at this price point, it is done after these two people claim their spots. So in order to claim a spot, you have to fill out a Google form because this is an experience that is happening due to me being in coach certification. Um, Go to the link in my bio on Instagram and you can fill out the Google form. You can message me directly if you follow me on social media. I will also try to put the Google form in the show notes so that you can click it, fill it out. If you're selected, you will get a follow-up email from me. All right. All right. Let's talk about external validation today. So external validation is something that comes up a lot for my clients. And what this means is that they want to be externally validated in their choice making, their decision making. So they're looking for a specific feeling and a specific feeling that they get from someone else validating them. Okay, so I have experienced this in my own life where it feels really good to receive compliments, right? Because it confirms what I'm wanting to believe about myself or something I do believe about myself, that external validation of like, oh, you're a really good student. If you're thinking you're a bad student or you're thinking you're a good student, but a teacher says you're a great student, it's going to make you feel a type of way. It's going to feel really good. Where this becomes a problem is whenever you do not validate yourself, okay? Whenever you start to rely on other people to make you feel good or to make you feel a certain way in general. Now, I'm going to bring up some specific scenarios of where this shows up a lot, and that oftentimes is in our relationships. So today specifically, if you are dating or you're married, or you are looking for a significant other, or maybe you're newly dating a significant other, and you have found that you're wanting your partner to behave a certain way, to say certain things, to do certain things, so that you feel good and that you feel validated, then this message is for you today. And I want you to know that this is very human for a lot of us to do. And you may be even asking yourself, well, what is wrong with wanting to be complimented or wanting my partner to, you know, say nice things to me and about me? You know, it's one of the five love languages, words of affirmation. 
And that is absolutely true. We do love words of affirmation and they are something that makes us feel really good. We all have certain ways that we want to be loved. If you've never heard of the book, The Five Love Languages, I highly encourage you to read it. Have your partner read it if they're willing to. Um, learn about each other's love languages. It will help a lot in your relationships. My husband and I are literally, I think, opposites in our love languages. Like he loves physical touch. I think physical touch is literally my fifth one. Whenever I take the quiz, there's a quiz online that you can take with the love languages to know exactly what you um, enjoy out of a relationship and what you feel like you need from your partner and they can take it as well. And there's a give and take that happens at that point, right? Because if my husband loves physical touch, but I, that's not my favorite thing. I like maybe more acts of service, like help around the house. And that makes me feel loved. We have to come to a um, middle ground with being willing to give and take and receive um, the love, give the love that we not necessarily want ourselves, but the love that they so crave and desire. Now, I got off on a little bit of a tangent, but going back to external validation in relationships, what I have often found through clients is that we want them to behave a certain way or to say certain things in order to feel good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, skinny enough, thick enough, right? Whatever it is. And if they're not giving us that, we feel like we're missing something. And that is what I really want to address. What is it that you feel like you're missing because you're not giving it to yourself? It is a very important topic to touch on and something I coach on a lot. Now, one of the ways that I described this to um, my clients that were going through relationship issues, like maybe they had had a bad breakup, maybe they've been in a few other, you know, um, toxic relationships or just relationships in general that didn't work out. And now they're doing the inner work. Now they're doing the coaching work to really determine like what's going on in my life. Let me unpack some of this stuff that I have. Let me unpack some of this trauma I've dealt with in my life and, and create a new mindset and really work on my emotional intelligence, what they will find oftentimes is that they were reliant on their partner for certain feelings and emotions that they wanted to feel, right? Or certain things that they wanted to think about themselves. So the way that I would give this example is let's say you are really struggling with your confidence. You don't feel pretty enough or you don't feel smart enough or you don't feel skinny enough, And I want you to imagine, like, think of you looking at a full-bodied photo or picture of yourself. Like, maybe you're duplicated, okay, you're cloned, and you're looking at this cloned version of yourself. And everything that you don't feel that you have, like, I'm not enough for whatever reason. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm, you know, I'm not enough, okay? Take all of those things, all of the drama that comes into your mind about how you're, you're missing something and imagine that it cuts a hole out of your body, Okay, so you're looking at this cloned version of yourself and you have different holes 
in your body where you can see right through, okay? If you were to shine a flashlight, you would see right through of the holes. It's just holes, okay? These are the things that you feel you're missing. Now, here's the problem that we face. If you are not willing to search to find those missing pieces yourself, what we often do is attract a partner who comes in and has a temporary plug for that hole, okay, for that missing piece. You can even think of it as puzzle pieces if that's easier for you to imagine. You're looking at this cloned version of yourself. You see that you're made of different puzzle pieces and all of the things like I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I don't have enough money, if only I was thinner, if only I was healthier, if only my hair was brown instead of blonde, whatever it is, all of the things that make you feel like you're not enough and needing that external validation, those are your missing puzzle pieces, okay? Now, you will attract someone that comes in oftentimes and fills in those puzzle pieces temporarily, like you're so beautiful, you're so smart, you're so intelligent, you're this, you're that, okay? And when they are giving you those compliments, they're validating you, things especially that maybe you don't fully believe about yourself, it feels really good to be in a relationship with them, right? Even a friendship. This could this doesn't have to be a significant other that you're in a romantic relationship with. It can be your family and it could be your friends as well. And them giving that to you, they plug that hole. They fill in that missing puzzle piece. And so they're someone you love having in your life because they fill a piece of you that you feel you don't have yourself. And we often glamorize this. We're we're always like, oh, they're my other half. I don't know what I would do without them. They fill up all the pieces of me that are missing. And when we say this in passing, it doesn't really feel like a big deal. But whenever we're working on, for instance, inner work and we're doing coaching work, what oftentimes becomes, you know, discovered in really digging into the thought processes or especially after clients have gone through a breakup, is that they often feel horrendous without that other person in their life. And when we really get to the root of it, it's not because that person's actually missing from their life. Of course, that can play a part of it. But it's actually a lot of times because that temporary hole that they were filling with you know, making you believe something about yourself that you didn't fully believe, when they walk away from that friendship or you're having that debacle, you know, that falling out with your family or a romantic relationship and they're no longer there, they take that piece back. So that puzzle piece that they temporarily, you know, stuck inside of you so that you'd feel whole with you're so beautiful, you're so smart, you're so this, you're so that, that external validation when they leave, because maybe it's, there's a breakup for whatever reason, they take that puzzle piece back out. That wasn't ever yours. That was theirs. They had the capacity to give it to you because they had that within themselves. Now, if they're not in your life, they take that part back with them, which means you're still left with a gap, with a hole, with a missing link, a missing puzzle piece. And a part of the pain that we endure is that missing link that we felt like we were whole with them. 
but you weren't actually whole with them. You can find all of those things that you thought, you know, you thought that they gave that to you and maybe temporarily they did. But the reason it's so painful is because you didn't have it for yourself. So what I often tell my clients that are working with me after a breakup or a relationship or even like a current marriage that feels um, very up and down is that you have to be able to fill in your own holes, your own puzzle pieces. Because when you do that, you don't need anything from anybody else. When you're complete and you're whole, you don't need anything from anybody else. Everything that they bring to the table is a privilege and a blessing and something that helps you elevate further. When they leave, you're not going to feel as disappointed or as rock bottom because they didn't take anything that you don't already have. Okay, so if you are already full of confidence, you're going to attract a partner, right? If they have full confidence, you all lift each other up, you engage with each other, you all really have a beautiful relationship. But if for whatever reason it doesn't work out, you find that, okay, maybe this relationship or even friendship doesn't work out and they leave, you're not left with holes. You're left with, I'm missing them because I missed who we were together, but I'm not grieving because they're actually gone and because I'm missing something. I'm grieving just because I loved them as a person. Do you see the difference? That's huge. That's a really big thing. So for instance, if everything that I needed from my husband, if I didn't have it already in myself, if he were to ever leave or we were to ever end our relationship for whatever reason, right? And he took back all of the qualities I didn't have in myself. I would imagine I would feel very rock bottom, low, like, oh my gosh, he's the one that made me feel confident. He's the one that believed in me. He's the one that, you know, allowed me to feel successful. And so it's going to feel very painful in that regard. I'm going to be creating a lot of suffering for myself versus if I get to the root of why I don't already feel confident, right? Or why I don't already feel successful. And I really work on believing those thoughts of how can I make sure that this is whole within myself and then something happened. There's nothing that he can take from me if I have it in me already. Do you see what I'm saying? So... External validation is something that can be very, very deep, run really deep. And a lot of times that external validation that we seek is from a long history of maybe something we didn't get as a child, maybe trauma that we experienced, um, really rough experiences that we had in our younger days that have now carried into adulthood and we look for external things to feel better. We look for people to make us feel better. We look for evidence outside of ourselves that we're good enough, that we're smart enough, that we are enough in general. And what I want to encourage you to do is really notice when you're looking for external validation versus turning inward and doing the work on yourself. Okay, whenever you're blaming someone else for the way that they make you feel. Because again, no one is responsible for how you feel except for you. No one is responsible for how you're feeling except for you. We feel what we feel based on the thoughts that we're having. 
We talk about this in every episode, okay? What you feel is based on what you're thinking. So it's not an actual person, someone else saying something to you that feels awful, okay? It's what you're thinking about what they said. If someone, um, so I give this example a lot and it kind of sounds silly, but let's say that someone comes up to you and they say, hey, you know, you have a big purple nose and ugly green ears. That's not going to make you feel sad if you don't believe that. If you don't have a big purple nose and ugly green ears and you don't resonate with that at all because you look in the mirror and you're like, I don't even know what they're looking at. I don't have a a purple nose or green ears. You're not going to feel devastated or sad or offended that they say that because it's not true. Your thought is, I don't know what they see. I don't see that. (laughs) Are they okay? Because that's not true. And so therefore, you're not going to feel anything but maybe confused about why they would even come up to you and say that. But if they come up to you and say, you have the ugliest blonde hair, if you have blonde hair, or you have the ugliest haircut and you just left the salon, and then you feel offended or feel upset A lot of times what we do is we turn and we blame them and say, the reason I'm feeling upset is because they said that my haircut's ugly. But it's not actually the haircut. It's the thought that you're having about the haircut. Do you think anything negative about your haircut? Right? Do you not feel completely confident about your haircut? If you're not feeling extremely confident about how you left the salon and then someone comes up to you and mentions something that just, you know, like your appearance after coming from the salon and you've already had maybe not the most positive thoughts, it's not actually their words that made you feel what you're feeling. It's the thought that you had about your own hair, okay, (laughs) about maybe not feeling confident with the cut like you thought you would after you showed the hairdresser the photo. And how you know this is true is because if someone comes up to you again and says you have the ugliest purple nose and the dumbest big green ears or whatever it is, you're going to not really think much about that if you know 100% that's not true. If you don't have a belief about that in your system, it's not even going to impact you, okay? So I know that I give that example a lot. My clients are probably like rolling their eyes (laughs) because they've probably heard me say that thousands of times, but it's so very true and it's the easiest thing that I can tell you. It's not the words that someone says, it's whether or not we believe them. And so what I want you to focus on is how can you believe those great things about yourself, the pieces that you feel are not good enough without someone telling you you're good enough. You have to find in you all the ways that you are. You're good enough. You're smart enough. You are beautiful the way that you are. You are everything. You don't need anybody else to validate that stuff for you. Where are you looking for that validation? And where are you getting mad at people who don't validate those things in you? You know, where do you blame your husband? Like, well, if you would actually tell me that I looked beautiful pregnant, then I would feel beautiful pregnant. Now, of course, all of us could agree, yeah, it would be so nice if your significant other could say you look beautiful pregnant. That would just be a really sweet thing to do. But if they don't do that and that's missing for you and you're frustrated and upset about it, okay, how can you feel beautiful in your skin? Okay, because that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like if you're needing that 
and you're expecting that, it's one thing to ask and say, listen, I love words of affirmation. I love when you compliment me. It makes me feel so good. And then they do it, right? Because they know that that is your love language. That's how you want to be. But it's another thing whenever you truly don't feel complete and whole and all of the positive things without someone else saying it to you or proving it to you. Okay, that's where you run into trouble. So I hope that this episode brings you some clarity on external validation. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out and let me know. And I hope that you have an amazing week, an amazing, amazing week. I will talk to you all next Monday. Have a great day, guys.